Peace, I'm Big Samir. I'm Asia Black, and we, we are, are the, the reminders. reminders. And you're listening to MVCC POV. Voices from the Valley. Asia Black, I'm one half of the group of The Reminders, and we are a, a group that fuses a lot of different styles of world music um, in French and English, and um, we talk about inclining people towards positivity, and we just tell stories in our music. under the Mosaics program as a Muslim artist because we're trying to drive home the idea to people that Muslims are human beings too and we all have different ideology in terms of you know art and in terms of worldview and we're all different people and just encompassing and judging people based on one descriptive term does not come near embodying the essence of a human being or the essence of people in general. So when we come to Marine Valley, it's mostly to show people who we are individually and who we are as a group, who we are collectively as artists as well. travel all over the world and one thing that we've decided to do as we're traveling is to collect stories and to teach workshops on how people can tell their stories through different mediums. So we'll do things like this where we teach writing workshops and we teach people like how to incorporate the colors from their own life into their storytelling process. We perform and we tell our stories and we encourage people to give us inspiration for the stories that they would like to hear and we try to uh, put those stories into our came a long way and can't be stopped born to lead an uplift special gift we got thankful patiently making our way to the top brought this far for a reason went through changes like the season blessed love kept us focused on our purpose and position the mission étudier les révélations qui sont claires j'espère que le tout puissant entend mes prières Comme les étoiles qui sont loin, je fais briller ma lumière pour mes soeurs, mes frères, les mères et les pères. J'utilise ma voix et mon cœur pour ceux qui ont peur. I started researching different types of music and different art forms, and I wanted to come up with a workshop that could influence people regardless of what their medium of art was. I wanted to just have a workshop that was just about being creative. It wasn't about being creative in any particular way, but teaching people how to use their life experience and sensory experiences to tell a story that was colored by them you know and it's been a lot of fun I've collected a lot of stories since we've been traveling to write down because anytime somebody tells you a story it's inspiration for you to tell a story I've just learned so many incredible things about people and I want to be a collector of stories that's what I want to do and I want to encourage people in different ways of how to tell those stories and even when we were speaking earlier, when you were coming up with the imagery, it sounded like a real movie to me, you know? And 
I could picture all of it. And that's a story that you came up with based on your experience in life. And I, when I prompted you with just two words, the image that you created was just so profound and so deep. It could have gone on. You could have written a whole movie starting from there if I just kept asking you questions. And that's the kind of thing I want to do, like creativity as a celebration of our lives and our ideas and even the dark parts that are a little scary, like being courageous enough to share those parts as well. share our stories, people are inclined to us, but the thing that happens when we all sit in a room, we're all diverse in this room today, and we're all interested in what the other had to say. We weren't thinking about who, like, what you look like or where you came from. I just want to hear the story that you came up with, you know, and in storytelling, it reminds us of our humanity, so I say everybody think of the first time you had ice cream. Nobody said, I have never had ice cream. I'm alienated from this group. People are like, man... I can't remember. And I said, well, just make up a story. Okay, I imagine that the first time I had ice cream, it was like this. And it, our humanity was the most present thing there at that moment. You know, nobody thought about anyone's aesthetic or their background or their culture or their group unless they wanted us to. You know, if somebody said, oh, in Pakistan, the type of ice cream was this and it had a mango and it was this and it was that, then we're thinking, wow, in Pakistan they have mango ice cream, but we're not, we're in, inclined to it. We want to hear about it. You know, and I think... Human beings are just a walking collection of stories, and the more we tell our stories to one another, the more we have an appreciation and a fondness for one another. So that's what I, in my art, I try to do. In a lot of our workshops, men have the most repressed emotion. And so a lot of the times when I'm asking men to channel emotion, it sometimes it's more difficult to get them to access that immediately. But when I give them a medium through which to communicate it, which in my case is writing, so much of it comes out. And I think of art as an exercise in courage, right? Because anytime you're creating art, it's like facing death. You could fail and... A part of you feels like it's going to die, you know, by, like, facing your fear of, of, of sharing this vulnerable part of yourself. And once you do it, like, your life is increased. You don't lose. You, you know, you, you benefit. You, you grow. And in using emotion as a palette through which we're creating these, these images and these writings and these visual art pieces and dances, you're making people feel something as opposed to just hearing or seeing something. You're trying to communicate what you felt. When I sing a song, I want you to see what I saw, but I also want you to feel what I felt at that moment. You know, when somebody does a visual art piece and you look at it, the understanding is I'm communicating an idea and an emotion on the palette. Like, what if you can identify both of those things, then you're getting an understanding of the artist themselves.
looks out the window every day and asks if the jury and the judge are really serving justice. Sitting in the cell for a crime he didn't commit. Wrong place, crooked cop, plus a lying witness. Speaking up in court, the story was all bogus. Family and support, he's hoping they don't notice how stressed he really is over the whole situation. Daughter on the way, he might miss her graduation. Cause he's facing 25, lost both his jobs. Wondering how in the world will his wife survive? Since he paid all the bills, wouldn't hurt a fly. Used to comfort and provide. Now watching his mother cry from a distance. And when the judge bangs the gavel, either he'll be walking free or his life will unravel. Ain't no breaking through these walls, no running through these gates. The only key to freedom is his patience and his faith. I say you need to Saturn, Jupiter, Mars. Let's go to Pluto and music is one of those things like art where you cannot control who appreciates it. Right, so if I have a show, I can't tell them I only want this type of people coming to my show. I only want that type of person with fashion, with anything that is artistic, any expression of artistry. You can't control who appreciates it, which creates a space for diversity, which creates a space for diversity more than just of appearance or background, but of ideology and of philosophy and of creativity. And art is one of those magical things that transcends the boundaries that human beings have created with and for one another. Art transcends all of those because it's natural and it's universal and it's organic and it's of the earth and it reminds us that that's what we are too. You know, and anything that separates people is of man. This is what my mom always says. Things that separate people are of man and things that bring people together are of God. And I feel like art is one of those things where whether or not people believe in God, it's one of those universal truths that by expressing and sharing, you'll incline people on the earth toward you and you'll feel more inclined toward them. It seems like everywhere I go, anywhere in the world, I'm finding pieces of me. up on sleep check out the scenery keep a diary for history pictures for memory always make the best out of this incredible journey packing light on flight avoid extra luggage fees never freeze keep it moving five deep in a rental they say time is running out we always on schedule mama used to keep us busy on the summertime travels from germany to italy right back to brussels where i was born and most of my family still struggle there sometimes miss the sunshine from zaire in the late 80s now my baby's got passports hip to this life I think I would love to be in a position to teach regularly, whether it be writing workshops or just the importance of emotion and creativity and the emotion of imagination and childlike aspects of a character and creativity at every level. I mean, because I think kids need it. I think adults need it. I think elderly people need it. I think people in oppressed communities need it. I think people, men in jail and women in jail need it. I think everybody needs to be validated in their life experience through creativity and how that will manifest itself, I'm not really sure. I thought to myself, it'd be really cool to do a TED talk about something like this um, that people could access whenever they wanted for free without having to wait till it came to their school or to pay for it or, and just kind of create the demand for programs such as those by sharing it with people and saying, here's some ways that you can, your stories are important and all we really are is a culmination of stories and your stories are important. So here's ways in which you can develop these stories, fiction or nonfiction, and share them in a way that is understandable and that you feel 
understood and validated. I used to rock a 32 on my shoes, long ponytail and bangs. I wore my brother's hand-me-downs, no makeup on my face. Remember in them days that they used to call me gay. Cause the charms I ain't displayed made me target for they play. Dynamics of the schoolyard was predators and prey. Shut them up quick with my fists when they called me names. And then I'd run away to the recesses in my brain. And place upon the page all the things I couldn't say. I had scars from head to toe. They embarrassed me much. Cause the other little girls would call them ugly and such. It's like I was the duck. It's like they were the swans while I was drowning in muck. They were swimming on ponds. And then one day I had enough of always being tough. Of hiding my scars and being afraid. And always trying to fit inside the boxes they made. I quit following the crowd and started finding my way. I learned I'm blessed to be me just the way that I am. My mother made sure of it. She'd always tell me that. The differences in people's where you find the beauty at. The differences in people's where you find the beauty at. If I had a superpower, it would be the ability to silence people and force them to listen. Right? So I'd be able to just silence whoever I wanted and immobilize them and force them to listen. Because sometimes the agitation of not wanting to be confronted with something that might challenge our views makes us run from it. And if I could immobilize people and quiet them and force them to listen to other people, I think that would be a power that would be life-changing and world-changing because people would see how much they had in common with other people. And like I was saying before, there's only so many emotions and so many shades of those emotions, and every human being can identify with the experience of that in particular. So if in your art you focus on this is a story about grief, everybody feels grief, you know? Even my kids know grief in their children, you know, from a pet dying or everyone can identify with this. And if you aim to create those emotions and if I can immobilize people and make them listen to other people's stories and to the stories of their history and to the stories of conflict and to the stories where the central coming together at some point is just humanity and the basic tenet of humanity being an emotional experience um that's what i would do <laughs> see my rhymes is tough and my rhymes is tough like being in the middle of a tyson fight oh you heard me right but i'll make it clear that i'm a sound played loud might bite your ears got you crying to the referee that ain't fair till they strip away my blow in my career and i tattoo my face from here to here be the victim of everybody's jokes and jeers but i'm more like ali to be clear because i reclaim my title with a battle when i hear be stepping off the plane to the champ is here why you I'm so sincere, but my lyrics ain't settled, and I mean trouble, and I will make you humble with a rumble in the jungle. No gain in your train, and I'm putting you to shame. And when the bell's playing, I'm bringing down the pain, be hurting you, serving you on top of my game. To all I be the praise, my victory reclaimed. No matter what they said, or the odds stacked against her. In front of all my brethren, the champ become a legend. Pretty as a butterfly, sing like a bee, spit like a ball player, minus 10 degrees. That means I'm ice cold, but those who don't know, so you better wear a jacket if you come into my show, go. I actually, I was wondering how you felt about doing those writing exercises. I enjoyed them. Was it difficult at first? No, um, it's probably because of two things. We chatted a little bit beforehand, and who you use yourself in as a a conduit, right? right? So um, it was just, even when I felt challenged, I didn't feel, uh, or even when I was confronted, I didn't feel uh, controversy. I, I, I felt engaged. Right. So wherever I had limits, I didn't feel embarrassed about being limited. And wherever I could go in, in a direction, I felt I could go in that direction. So inside of the work that I do, 
I call that the, I, authentically a safe space because the creativity was able to flow, and I don't think anybody in the space was felt inhibited. And if they did, it didn't. They didn't let that hold them back from allowing it to be a safe space for other folks. Right. So I, I enjoyed it. I, I think I walked away with some things that I can even. I'm I'm not a, a fiction guy. I'm a. I, I write my prose inside of critical race theory and right. those things. But I I I can see it. The next level of being able to prose inside of my own discourse, right. and I also write. I I'm more of a personal noter. So I also think inside of me connecting with people, some of the things that I might express to them in a like someone. I've had someone ask me to write their mom a condolence card. Right. Like, I didn't know her mom, but I want my friends to offer spirit of comfort to my mom. So I wrote something. And it touched their mother. Right. But inside of what I got today, I can just feel that I might be able to reach new levels of comfort or humanity right. or, or fun or joy if I'm asked to, to, to venture in that side of me. I think I have something where if I'm, well, what the heck am I going to have? I can go with a metaphor. I can go with yeah. just make something up. But what what or is the bottom line? Words. Yeah, what what is the bottom line emotion? I want them to. What do I want them to walk to away feel, with it? Yeah. Then walk and start creating my pose backwards or right. whatever it may be. But I think I, I got tools when when I'm sitting sitting down and feeling sorry for myself. I can get up and shake it off and and, and, and get the process moving. Right, and I think the important thing that we want to leave people with is. A sense of like propulsion, like you can move forward and do this on your own. So like you said, I wanted to leave a few tools. Here's a couple tools that you can use to come up with things, but also validity in your sense of creativity, that your life experience, the things you've seen and done and heard and loved and thought about and dreamed about and been afraid of, all of those things are enough for you to be on an incredible creative path. All of that is enough. People feel like I need to go to school for creative writing or I need to go for this or I need to go to that. You have enough material. It's just a matter of accessing it and how you access it and teaching your brain to undo one answer per question and to start thinking in a way where there's unlimited answers per question because if we make up a story about a little boy walking down the street and I say, what's the boy's name? There's no right answer. Todd, John, Jim, Kareem, like whatever. You have unlimited answers based on the names you've heard or the names you've loved or the names you've spoken in your life, right? And then if I say, well, what is he wearing? You might go back to your own childhood and say, Kareem's wearing something you wore as a child or maybe the favorite sneakers you had or you had a friend who had these sneakers and you're going to put them on Kareem. You know, in this story, you have unlimited answers. And I think remembering that is really important. And in your creativity, when people are asking you to um, create things for the people they love, it's important that you know the stories of those people. So when you write something to them, it's per personal and endearing. Thanks for listening to MVCC POV, Voices from the Valley. This episode of MVCC POV was produced and edited by AWD PhD, music by Lakey Inspired, and The Reminders. Thanks to the library for supporting the podcast.